0: Needless, Needless things, 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 things Podcast Hey Phantomaniacs, welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Dave, and this week... We are talking about the Batman. Uh, we all rushed out to our local movie theaters to see the Batman this past weekend and we convened here on the Needless things podcast in order to break down this new entry into the cinematic legacy of Batman. Uh, he I I'm I'm a Batman guy. I, my when I was a kid it was Batman, X-Men, Spider-man. Uh, and then later on Ninja Turtles but like I I am without reservation a Batman guy I love Batman Uh, I love all kinds of different versions of Batman Uh, so I was very excited to see this movie to do this review and to discuss uh, some of the things I loved about the movie and some of the things I didn't love as much about uh, maybe not the movie itself but what the movie suggests but uh, you will stay tuned in just a few minutes here and you will hear all of our thoughts about this quite frankly kind of remarkable film uh but before we get to that there are a few pieces of bat news I want to relay uh the first one is that Mezco there are lots of there are lots of toys you can go to a store right now and you can buy Spin Master's uh four-inch Batman movie figures uh, with a fantastic Batmobile. Uh, Not really screen accurate, but it's an awesome toy. You can go buy McFarlane's DC Multiverse Batman figures. Uh, And of course, there are higher-end offerings on the way from figure arts, hot toys, whatever. Mezco put their 112 Collective Batman up for pre-order this week. $125, which is kind of it's it's not it's just the batman it's not deluxe but they're they're weird about how they handle their terminology and and various things but if i can get through their ridiculously slow gallery viewer here okay so uh this this is going to i'm going to go ahead and say it this is going to be the best the batman action figure uh, yes, the Hot Toys will be bigger. It will be even more detailed than this is, but it will also be tremendously expensive. And in my experience, Hot Toys are not as easily posable as Mezco's figures. Uh, so uh, this this is a ridiculously detailed figure. Looks amazing. Combination of soft goods and plastics to create the look of the film suit. Uh, there are four different portraits it looks like. Uh, one unmasked with a great Robert Pattinson likeness. Uh, he actually looks a little cooler here than he does in the movie. And he looks, don't get me wrong, he looks really cool in the movie. Like the the eye black uh, with his whole hair goth, you know, sad boy thing going on. He, I mean, he looks cool, don't get me wrong. But he looks a little tougher here, I guess. And then it also comes with the cowl removed. And we'll you know like I said listen to the episode we talk about it uh the the details in this version of the costume uh he has 10 different hands as well as two battering hands and like a uh like zapper hand uh I guess, stun, stunning. I don't know, a little bit of electricity shooting out of his fingers. Uh, from I'm sure from one of the big fight scenes in the movie. I seem to remember him tasing somebody at one point, like with his gauntlet or whatever. Uh, tons of detail, so it comes with all those accessories, as well as the sticky bomb launcher. Uh, two different cartridges uh two flares a uv light two adrenaline pins which actually addresses something that we perhaps were wrong about but perhaps not uh there's a scene in the movie which by the way we're going to spoil the movie so if you haven't seen it yet what are you doing uh where he injects himself like right at the end of the movie he's he's just been beat to hell uh, and then he pulls this thing out and injects himself and it looks like it's venom we all thought it was venom But according to Mezco, they're adrenaline pins. Now, that may just be what they're calling these for right now to protect future plot plot developments. I don't know. Or they may just be adrenaline. But anyway, uh, three smoke bombs and a pair of bat cuffs, which are the least batty handcuffs we've ever seen, but they still kind of in the middle do have a little bit of batness going on. Uh, Four different batarangs. And then his grapple launcher that extends from his Vambrace. Four different versions of that. One with an attached line and grappling hook. uh, One with just a straight up... Okay, so this probably answers this question as well. And this is why I love collecting toys so much. Is a lot of times you, you don't... In the movie, everything's in action. You don't get to get a good close look at everything and see like exactly what is going on with the props so Batman has those things on the outside of his Vambraces, braces and with retracted grapple hooks so are they all grappling hooks I wonder because this is what this looks like it looks like one of those things that's on the outside of his armor Uh, that we, we discussed in the episode. So that's, I wonder if he just has like eight grappling hooks because he he can't always get them back. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, and then finally he includes the flying squirrel suit. Yes. Uh, it's wild. It's awesome that this figure has it. Uh, there is currently a, I think it's a 12 inch figure from spin master, Uh, That's like, you know, a kid-oriented, like, electronic figure of this. But this is like a, you know, on-model, film-accurate version of it. So this, the figure comes with a ton of stuff for $125. Look, I ordered it from Big Bad. I'm not ordering direct from Mezco or Super 7 anymore because their shipping is so high. Uh, BigBadToyStore.com has that $4 flat rate shipping so you can either have this go to your pile of loot, or you can set it to where as soon as they get it in, they ship it to you. Which, I will say, for things that you're impatient for, I would say go ahead and just skip the pile of loot and have them ship it directly to you. Because $4 is nothing. Uh, and they're Like, your pile of loot... Sometimes when you say, ship my loot, it takes them a few days to ship it. Uh, whereas this... You get that notice your pre-order has arrived, and they're going to ship it immediately. So anyway, uh, 112 figure looks fantastic. Uh, it's, it is going to be the best version is my call. Uh, other Batman news, the Batman original motion picture soundtrack 3 uh, LP set, uh, the Mondo exclusive variety uh, spatter color, whatever you want to call it, is sold out. Uh, I got my copy because, I believe me, I was on here... The minute it went on sale uh, to do a pre-order, which by the way, uh, I've, I've had jury duty all week uh, and I can't talk about it. But fortunately, I, I had my phone ready to go uh, right when this went up for sale. So this this comes out in like August. Oh, uh, something I didn't mention about the Mezco uh, estimated ship date is February to April of next year. Whew! Uh, so. Anyway, back to the Mondo release of the Batman score uh, by Michael Jitschino, which we talk about on the episode. Uh, You can still go to Mondoshop.com and buy the solid color versions, which is a red disc, a black disc, and a green disc. Uh, You just can't get the Mondo exclusive spatter versions anymore. And I imagine this is available other places too, because it makes a point of saying that the other ones are Mondo exclusive uh, and the solid color ones maybe aren't. So, uh, check that out, but that score is, the score is phenomenal. I had to have it on vinyl, so I ordered it. Uh, and then finally, unrelated to the Batman, but something that I wanted to mention anyway, because we're talking bat news, the Batman 89 hardcover, uh, by it's, it is the continuation of the 1989 Batman movie. So they've done this before with Wonder Woman and with Superman, and now they're doing it with Batman 1989, uh, art by Joe Quinones, and written by, okay, this is credited to Sam Ham. Is that accurate? Wow, okay, yeah. So Sam Ham, who wrote uh, the novelization of the 1989 Batman movie is uh, is doing this with Joe Quinones. This is awesome. This comes out, this is the collected version uh, of the first 12 chapters and it comes out July 5th. It's available for pre-order on Amazon. Uh, I don't necessarily recommend you get it there you, because who knows how they're going to pack it or how beat up it's going to be. Uh, I recommend you go to your local comic shop, put your order in there and uh, get yourself the Batman 89 hardcover because I, I'm, I haven't read any of it yet because I really have just gotten completely out of monthly comic books but this is something I'm dying to read so I'm, I'm very excited for July 5th to get here so I can read this thing uh, so there you go there is your weekly uh, well your Batman news uh, that, that we don't often have themed news around here but there it is and now it is time to move on to our bat centric episode that's right uh the the best and brightest uh, i would like to mention i would have loved to have uh our our resident batmanologist mike gordon on this episode but he was recording uh some other podcast uh the night that we were recording this so unfortunately uh, he, of course he was recording earth station one uh so he was not available for this one but we had a great time we had a great conversation uh we were enlightened as to a a number of things because that's the fun of these conversations is you know other people have knowledge that you don't have so we kind of all shared our thoughts and then reinforced some things explained other things it was just a great time and I think you're gonna enjoy listening so here you go
1: your shirt on recording is in progress
0: that's right don't worry about your pants though unless your camera falls over and then that could be embarrassing for everybody
2: see
0: pulling a jeffrey tubin well whoa pulling on your tubin here here we are tubin was uh i liked that game It pissed me off but it was every time (laughs) it was in the arcade i would play it
2: i remember some reason
0: I um, we're not here
2: Jack, got caught jacking off, but we're
0: we're not here to talk about Paramount's big budget adaptation of Tubin we're, we're starring, here, starring starring dwayne
3: starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson.
0: I hope I just spoke that into existence. Yes. Uh, we're here to talk about the Batman, uh, the newest iteration of Batman to hit theaters. Uh, Joining me tonight are a crew of expert Batmanologists uh, from the Needless Things family. First up, uh, probably going to be seen as more positive than usual, Mr. Arian Gulick.
3: Hey, guys. How's it going?
0: Uh, Also joining us, the delightful cadavers.
3: We are delightful. My parents are
1: dead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And finally, uh, to tell us where the heck all this stuff came from and what scene was inspired by who and when, our head of research, Mr. Ryan Schweck.
4: Hey, It's great to be here. So can I just ask a question before we get
0: started? Please do.
4: Are you going to randomly play Nirvana during this episode, or are you going to cut
0: that <laughs> in later? I mean, I so. Well, no, it's actually already playing just really low in the background the whole time. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm sure that won't be distracting at all for anybody. I mean, it won't distract us because we can't hear, it. And I'm adding it in later, but for <laughs> the listeners, I'm sure they'll really enjoy it.
4: So it won't be something that gets in the way.
0: Oh, boy, here we go uh the batman the box office uh, at the time of this recording is 258.2 million uh it is now second behind no way home for pandemic openings uh merchandising wise this is the biggest i guess merchandising blast uh in like 20 years i Ooh, think it is
3: motherfucking batman calzone
0: Right. Well, (laughs) yuck. By the way, real quick review. Yeah. uh, Some of us had the Batman calzone, which, by the way, it is Mm. calzone in the same way that WWE employees are superstars, so that (laughs) Little Caesars can trademark it. Uh, The Batman calzone. My personal opinion, uh, it tasted like the uh, the inside of the waistband of a very sweaty person's underwear. (laughs) Uh,
3: It tasted like regret.
0: Yes, I I, like the box. Yeah, yeah. Well, all Little Caesars, to a certain extent, has that cardboard bouquet. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's not it's in general, not a good pizza. But if you're on a budget, you know, that's what you do.
4: It definitely played uh, vengeance with my bowels. Yes.
0: So I think that
4: was the theme they were going for.
0: The next day, I definitely felt like I had failed the city, which I understand is the wrong franchise, but it's the right feeling.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: so uh, I'm I'm giving it uh, thumbs down on the Batman calzone.
2: Yeah, I agree. It was pretty okay. Bad.
0: It's a little rough. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <coughs> it
0: tasted uh, like it was made, made for orphans. It like it, <laughs> <really look laughs> it like was. Yeah, that should have been the whole orphan <laughs> thing. We had to eat little Caesars. <laughs> you don't understand. That would have been great. The
1: rats wouldn't even eat it.
0: (laughs) Uh, So massive merchandising on this thing, though, Uh, like exclusive hot topic and everybody had exclusives. There were like twenty thousand dollar watches, special cell phones. This this was, uh, you know, almost as monolithic a, a merchandising deal as the original 89 bat well not original but it's the 89 batman uh so that that was noteworthy in and of itself and of course the McFarlane figures are out everywhere now you can see the review of batman on the needless things youtube channel uh credit wise directed by matt reeves uh, if you'll remember his last few movies were about talking monkeys who took over the planet while riding horseback let's just i'm gonna i'm gonna Put that right up here on the bulletin board so we can remember that his last movie was about talking monkeys riding horses taking over the planet. Let's remember that. Uh, written by Reeves and Peter Craig, uh, produced by Dylan Clark and Matt Reeves, and starring Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, who is delicious, Paul Dano, Jeffrey Wright, John Turturro, Peter Sarsgaard, Andy Circus, and Colin Farrell. Uh, and why not cast one of the most handsome men as Hollywood in Hollywood as the fucking penguin? <laughs> uh, so that, that's the rundown. Oh, and music. This is important to me. Listen,
3: listen, uh, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman died. Uh,
0: so he, it's true. You could
3: not play the penguin. Uh, well, that I, would you, have been good. It would
0: have been, you know what? It almost would have been too weird. <laughs> he, you know what? Yeah. He would be, he would be, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman in, in his CGI twin as Humpty Dumpty. Or Humpty and Dumpty. I like it. Okay. And uh, finally, music by Michael Giacchino. Giacchino. I'm not sure, but the music Definitely was actually... Correct. the first, That was One of those is right. Uh, that was the very first thing that hit me that I was like, oh, shit, this is good. Uh, oh, yeah. I really loved the score for this. And, of course... I want the score. I want it on vinyl because that's like I just like to sit with music like that. And it seems like every single movie that I see, and I'm like, this score is fucking incredible. I, as soon as the movie's over, I'm going to open my phone up and I'm going to order it on vinyl. And nothing, no, no announcement, no plans for release, yeah. nothing at all. I don't that's understand. Shocking. And yet, wow. every other movie that comes out, like Clifford's Day at the Circus, gets a vinyl release, but the Batman doesn't. Orphans anyway. don't have
4: record players.
0: <laughs> I mean, but it, that's like a thing, though. Mondo puts out Mondo and Waxwork Records put out scores for everything, and not not the Batman. Anyway,
2: yeah, I I have been having the most dramatic rides to work, like listening to that score, <laughs> it's, like so good, and I just have it on all the time.
0: It's I mean, it's phenomenal, and and it you know it's appropriate because this is a phenomenal movie. Well, I'll, I'll get into picking some nits in a little bit. Uh, but overall i think we were all pretty much blown away by it but let's a start with out of how <laughs> i can't help it i got big nits <laughs>
2: <laughs> whoa <laughs>
0: uh before we get into it we, we got to talk a little bit about what we expected going in uh for my part i watched like one trailer that was it i didn't read anything about and this is this is my sop now i, I don't look too deep into stuff because i want to go in and just appreciate what's on the screen in front of me uh shwek going into this thing how much did you know and and what were your expectations
4: yeah i'm the same i'm a one trailer done now don't read anything else um they sold me on the car like the minute i saw the car i was like all right so they're pulling from starlin and aparo and all them from the 70s like yeah that's what i was excited about
0: yeah and I, I was kind of in the same spot that first first shot of the batmobile because i think there was a it leaked and then a couple weeks later i think they put out the official picture but that leak of the batmobile was very exciting because it wasn't like anything we'd seen in film yeah it, it, they didn't go f- in in such a big way and it just it very cool very cool car uh cadavers what about you guys going into this thing how informed were you and and where were your expectations
2: um i know when he just like in the first teaser that they released like the thing that sold me is when he just beats the ever-loving shit out of the the skull guy He's yeah just like uh vigents and just just slamming the dude and it's so aggressive and violent that i'm like what is this movie like this is not what i expected <laughs> but i'm in um yeah and and I, I had my, my worries, but like, also, like you said, the Batmobile, I was like, Oh my God, I love it. Love the design.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I've been trying to be like, same as you guys watch a lot less trailers, read less stuff. Um, because too much has gotten got ruined for me over the last few years. And, um, I was just like really into like, Oh, there's this whole like different tone. And, uh, I, You know, I was kind of sold right away. I was like, this just looks like it's going to be incredible. And also Zoe Kravitz um, is fantastic in every way. And like, even in the trailer, I was like, oh, hello. Like, yeah,
0: she she has a a very unique on screen presence that uh, just captivating. Yes. There's a polite way to say it.
1: There was um, there was a group of teen boys in front of us in the theater, and when they first sat down, they were being super obnoxious. And then they chilled out for the movie, but the part where uh, they kiss, it was like, okay, none of these boys has ever seen a boob in real life before, and they were like <laughs> awkwardly excited about it.
2: <laughs> Every one of them was like. <gasps> <laughs> I, I will say it's a testament to the movie that like we had all sorts of annoying teenagers around us. The minute it started, everyone shut the fuck up. Like it was like whoa mm-hmm.
0: for a three-hour movie. Yeah. yeah, our theater was silent. Yes, I I, I I haven't had a movie experience like that in a while. There where were like clearly,
3: is where. Uh, like my theater got a little obnoxious and I went like early Sunday because I didn't want to be in a packed house for a variety of reasons,
0: yeah. Uh,
2: but uh, yeah, but your theater's wild. I've seen like three fights of that theater, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I know, I love it. I get it.
3: <laughs> uh, you know, shit happens. Uh, I like, I find out a little bit more than you guys, like, I. I keep going until I'm like, okay, I know enough. Uh and this time, like I read one or two interviews with Matt Reeves and uh I, like dug a little bit deeper. Then I was like, okay, I've read enough I like I, I know enough. Like I was yeah. gonna be like I'm not I'm gonna see it regardless, but like sometimes I just can't help myself and I spoil things for myself because I'm not
0: on the same wavelength as you guys. Well, and I I feel like you also need a little extra motivation to leave the house. Like you need you need that extra bit of information like, look, look, you guys, I'm gonna need this level of assurance that this thing is going to be worth my time.
3: I'm not like so in early interviews, like you know, like they played up the detective aspect to it. Yeah. Like uh, he's the world's greatest detective. And uh and then when I found out it was three hours long, I got excited. I'm just like, this is going to be some weird David Fincher procedural. Uh, and I'm not going to say it, I was disappointed with the movie,
0: but like,
3: I feel like it didn't fulfill that for me at least.
0: I I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you because I went in kind of thinking we were going to get like well, well, we kind of did get Bat Seven. But I did think it was going to be more like want, that I wanted than more, it was. I wanted, but it more I, don't, bat, I wanted more
3: Bat Zodiac.
0: Okay. but But in retrospect, I don't think I would have enjoyed that. I think it found the exact right balance of that with Batman shit. Mm-hmm. Because if it had gone too far in either direction it would have felt either derivative or just like a slog of like, why am I watching this? It's literally a detective in a bat suit and that's not interesting. So I think they,
2: yeah, I think they nailed yeah.
0: Yeah, they, they nailed it like with the middle ground there. And, and yeah, I will say this, pretty... I I've got, I'll throw out every, as we go along, I'm going to throw out some things that I wasn't satisfied with, but I do want to make it absolutely clear. This movie is excellent. Uh, they they knocked it out of the park as far as what they were trying to achieve. Yeah, uh, I'll watch I, it over and I over again wish over the years. Maybe, like
3: they would have like leaned into the detective stuff a little bit more, and said, like that was pretty heavy with detective stuff. Hey,
1: like I, re- I felt like it was like Batman meets Seven. Here's
4: here's that's, the that's thing. how I felt for me. As well. Yeah,
3: for me like. Using like oh, it's a gadget that lets me do this is lazy, and doesn't give me what I want out of like a detective story. If
0: that well, then sense. Batman's not your detective, my friend. Yeah, I'm afraid you okay. might be barking up the wrong bat tree.
4: Yeah, it, well. it was it playing a, a really good. <laughs> it was playing a really good Arkham game. It had just enough puzzle quests.
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: Figure it out, and then cut to the fight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think they found the right medium. I mean, granted, and and it, it and again, works really well for like what it was
3: trying to do. I totally agree with you there. I'm just saying I would have I, I and I may be the only person on Earth I, like I would have enjoyed uh, a little bit more detective stuff.
0: Well, and that's you know, this that's what's important to remember, I think, when there are little things like that that you're like, eh, I would have preferred it this way. They do have to tread that middle ground. They do have to hit the mass audience. No, yeah, yeah. They, they've got to
3: get as many like, like butts and seats as they possibly you, can. You
0: and I are kind we're not quite opposite ends of the spectrum, but we're on different ends of the spectrum. And they got to, they can't give us this and they can't give us this. They got to give us that middle. Yeah. They, they, if they made you or me happy, everybody else would be like, that was kind of bullshit.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, all right. So we, we all, went in you know relatively high expectations i think uh actually getting in and experiencing the movie though do you remember we'll we'll start with nicole do you remember the point where it clicked because we've talked before on this show about sitting in a movie and you get to a point where you're like oh no oh no this isn't good is it And then as time passes, you're like, oh, no, this is terrible. And it just keeps getting worse and worse. That's the worst feeling. This had, you know, there's also the opposite feeling of when it when a moment happens and you're like, oh, shit, this is good. Nicole, do you remember like the oh, shit, this is good moment?
1: I'll tell you exactly when it was for me. And um, it was maybe too early to have this feeling. However, the beginning when with the shadows and you hear his footsteps coming out the shadows and, you know, he he all of a sudden materializes from that doorway, tunnel, whatever, and steps out. I was like, done. I'm in. I'm fucking it's I'm along for the ride. This movie is going to deliver, you know, for me. And that was my moment where I was like, oh, yeah, it's good.
3: It's good. For me, that- it was, uh, the, the beginning when, uh, the mayor is like in his office and, uh, he like moves away and like you, it was revealed like Paul Dano's creepy ass isn't standing directly behind yes. him.
2: Yes. I love that.
3: And, and I was like, okay, this is going to give me the creepy shit that I want at least. Yeah. yeah which is nice.
0: That, um, I, I had the same, uh same pretty much time frame Uh, for me it was honestly when the voiceover started
2: yeah yeah because
0: it gave me a Blade Runner vibe that noir kind of vibe right which which was not something that I expected and from that voice you know as the voiceover is going on he's talking about you know, they they think that I'm everywhere. They think that I'm in every shadow, and that's part of what I'm doing. And it goes all around the city to all these different criminals doing all these different things. And then and they then see the and signal and they're like, oh shit. And this movie yeah. had so even though most of them you kind of knew were coming to a certain extent, but this movie had so many jaw-droppingly awesome reveals where yeah. it would build to something and it building to him like you said basically materializing out of the shadows uh so perfectly done i was like i this is going to be fucking awesome that was the point where i it's
1: such a well was in. crafted
0: film yeah absolutely yeah
2: yeah i mean that was that was absolutely like when that happened and he was like i realize that i can't be everywhere but i need to make them think that they are basically like that i, yeah. I can't be everywhere incredible it i have always said with several batman films that like like the nolan movies like i hate that like he's never fighting like a mug or anything like i hate that it's always like some huge end of the you know end of the city like some huge gigantic thing and
0: he does like one thing and then he stops well to be fair that guy was only batman for like eight and a half months total so he didn't have time for your your muggers and, and spending too much time retiring every five <laughs> right retiring also, when actually, crime affected him
3: he started out with a like you know a city threatening level event for being batman
0: right where do you go yeah. from there but
2: uh so that's been a, always been like a thing with me it's like i want to see like some of the like lower level crimes being stopped by batman i've yeah. always loved batman Year One um and and the long halloween and i love that this is like i love like him writing his journal like being like second year the gotham that scene.
0: was awesome i was like whoa this i is- popped huge for that for some reason his his yeah. giant psychotic ledger i love that was awesome i loved
2: that that was like a huge that was probably the moment for me where i was just like this is fucking legit
1: it really highlights his obsessive nature about this yeah. And I, we sometimes forget in, in the idea of Batman being a hero that Batman is not healthy mentally. Right. Like <laughs> there's no incarnation of Batman where he's like doing great. You know,
0: he and seems okay. That, and brave in the bold.
1: <laughs> <but> like, <laughs> yeah.
2: And then the Adam West Batman seems, all
0: right.
1: <laughs> um, In the the Adam West Batman, he's just like fending off vagina. I think he's
0: just high all the time. (laughs) Yes.
1: But like that journal really highlighted that obsessive nature of of what he's doing.
0: And it's
2: also like, I mean, it just gave me those like legit like comic book nerd feels. Like I was like, yes, yes. This is awesome. I could watch hours of him writing this journal. (laughs) Give me four hours
0: of that. Well, and the the contact lens was such a great device. It's something that Maybe it's been used in the comics, I don't know, but uh, was such a, a an ingenious way to move the story along mm-hmm. because I, I, I lots, lots of great stuff. Shwek, where, where was your point of entry here? When did you realize, like, oh, this is something special?
4: I mean, I think it's the same as everybody else, the bat signals scene um with the shadows and i think it's the first time they've got that part right about batman that it's not batman himself that is a lot of the the hero part it's the threat of there's a psycho dressed as a bat running around the city yeah Yeah, that's gonna deter crime more than when he shows up and beats you up
0: yeah the nolan movies kind of danced around that concept a little bit but didn't didn't hit it quite as neatly as this one did and 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 i think it's because like arian said those didn't uh they they were just a different thing they were there was about these world you know global threats or whatever yeah city-wide threats
2: um also another thing that like made me pop was seeing the batmobile in the background with like a sheet over it and just being like (sighs)
0: When is that coming? And that was another instance of this movie building towards something because mm-hmm. tell me it didn't get a little humid in the theater when that Batmobile revved up and the lights came on. Oh yeah. Like like Christine, like it was insane. The the build to that was so great because the whole first portion of the movie prior to him using the Batmobile you're kind of like Boy, he sure does walk around a lot. <laughs> like, what, are we? I seem to remember buying a toy of a Batmobile for this movie. <laughs> Is he going to use it? Because he does a lot of walking. He does a lot, a lot of, of motorcycles. Okay. So, do you guys think that the bat costume was under the giant parka in the big pants? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. okay so he wasn't completely changing so, clothes
4: i yeah. thought of that a lot i was like that's a very small backpack yeah, well, right yeah. Where are those gauntlets
0: it, because that costume was at least twice as big as robert pattinson so like <laughs> that was not fitting in his little backpack
1: there was a the moment at the end when he's got like the big hoodie on that it was like a big hoodie um and
2: like, yeah, big. Yeah, pants. like, like you so. said, like when he's wearing the gigantic parka, I assume that the suit was under it. He just put on the
0: cow. That That's what I thought as well. I, I mean, it's it's the only thing that makes. when granted, we're talking about a movie about a billionaire who dresses up as a bat and is a ninja.
1: Yeah,
0: but there it does have to be some kind of internal logic and consistency, and that's the only thing that really makes sense for some of the time frames that we were dealing with. Is he's just throwing his parka and his jinkos on? And uh <laughs> heading out. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hot topic bat jinkos available now. Probably. I'm,
2: probably is. I yeah. might buy them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'd be tempted. Uh so <laughs> wow. Uh it, we it immediately immerses you in the feel of this one. Uh you know, it's funny, I always to this day even though the 1989 Batman movie delivered a unique and wonderful Gotham city to this day, I'm still impressed when a movie feels like Gotham city and this one really almost, there was a lot, let's talk about this a little bit. I felt like there was a lot of influence from the Arkham games on Uh, this movie to, to the point where Gotham city even before, it literally turned into Arkham City yeah. at the end of the movie. Yep. But even prior to that, just the, the scale and the architecture felt very similar to the Arkham games. And then at the end, when we see the inside of Arkham Asylum, that pod that Riddler is in is straight out of the game. Yeah.
4: Well even the map is straight out of the game. When he like took the carpet out and looked at the map, I was like, oh, I've seen that before. Whoa, <laughs> it's gonna I didn't realize
0: that. Oh, I mean, you're it's, right.
4: It's gonna highlight where my mission is. <laughs> like
0: Oh my gosh, you're right. I didn't even think of that.
4: Yeah, that's what the maps look like. It's in exa-
0: you're it's exactly yeah, you're right. right. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's wild. Uh, and, and one of the things I had said prior to that, because the one of the things that concerned me going into this was an interview where Matt Reeves said he wanted to present a, a grounded Batman. And as soon as you say grounded Batman, that means we're not getting Clayface, we're not getting Man Bat, we're not getting Poison Ivy, and I'm, I'm not okay with that. Uh, so I was concerned about that, but then I thought about it, and a lot of the elements of this seemed very much like the Arkham games, and now having seen the movie, that, that kind of carried itself out to where this almost could be like a prequel to those I mean I'm not saying it will be but they could develop from there and build into a, a bigger I think so. world in that way
2: yeah I think so absolutely because like it felt grounded in a different way than the Nolan films did to me yes,
0: yes it definitely it, felt more I
3: would say that like if you're getting a sequel to this which I'm pretty sure we are huh. But Two, they've already teased like Penguin and uh, Joker is too well, people get the does. show,
4: right? Yeah, so Penguin will get the show, and then if you do the you know, at the end where it flashes the website,
0: yeah, what is that? I never got around to looking at it.
4: So it's an online game, and you go through and do all these codes or whatever, but at the end, it makes a number sequence, and the number sequence is. The issue where Two Face shows up for the first time.
0: Ah, uh, yes. see, I would love to see Two Face done justice. Mm. Yeah, yeah, um,
1: that would be nice.
0: I'm, I'm a big fan of Two Face. Tommy Lee Jones, greatest Two Face ever. <laughs> I mean, so far, yes. Yeah, unfortunately,
2: there has and he been was really. a
0: terrible Two Face, but
2: yeah,
0: I liked his story and his look better than others we've received because mm-hmm. yeah. there have been so many. Uh so. Move, moving along let's talk about robert pattinson i didn't have any reservations about this guy because Fair i enough. understand i understand what acting is so yeah. i wasn't worried yeah. about twilight guy who by the way has been in lots of he's been in more other movies than he's been in twilight movies at this point yeah. um, Like
1: anything else it's the internet people that like to parrot whatever they see on the internet. yes you know and that is that's all that is it is um I want to hate stuff like the other cool people on the internet hate stuff, and that's that's it. You know, I mean,
2: he, he I mean, was, at least have like an original criticism. It's like right, the whole right. thing with like, I mean, I know people who aren't seeing the
0: movie because he was in Twilight, and I'm like, that's that's, that's the dumbest thing ever, and they yeah. don't deserve to see this movie. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, it's, if you watched
1: different. The Lighthouse, oh yeah, you, you're like, oh. This guy can absolutely pull off, you
0: know, gritty grounded Batman. Like because he's an actor.
1: And he's yeah. a good what they actor. Do. He's a very good actor.
0: My the only he issue I had changed. and this this is this is dumb, but it's not, is it did look like he misunderstood uh what he was getting ready for and prepared for the machinist rather than Batman, as far as following <laughs> in Christian Bale's footsteps. He he was a little scrawny. Yeah. My like he was, was he there. was ripped, like he was cut, but he was he was a little skinny.
4: That was also not a Batman tactical haircut.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but no, there's like when have we ever had Clooney is the only one who really had a solid Bruce Wayne Batman haircut because <laughs> yeah. Val Kilmers was too like too long. Yeah. Uh Christian Bale had the, the long hair, uh yeah. but I, like, Michael Keaton
3: had Michael Keaton hair.
0: Yeah, Michael, which which was okay, but it wasn't Clooney
4: hair. Uh, now I think uh, we're going to get a Bruce Wayne out of him. Like
0: I a think real we are. Yeah. I like, 100% think we are because done. that was what I, one of the things that I really dug so much is that we were going into the second year of him being Batman. He's He's just beaten down because he hasn't figured it out completely mm-hmm. yet. Yep. He's been out there just fighting and fighting and fighting without a real plan and a real idea of what Batman can yeah. and should be. So we get and, this,
3: and he also doesn't realize that like his identity as Bruce Wayne like is valuable and what he's right. trying to do. Yeah. Like yeah. right, yeah, and, and like
1: that moment um, when he is talking to Riddler in Arkham, um, and he has that like realization that batman is his true identity and bruce wayne is his his alter ego you know what i mean like that he is he is confident when he's wearing the bat suit he is a hot mess when he's not and i think that it comes through on the screen every time you see him as bruce wayne he's like kind of hunched his his hair's all emo he's not comfortable
0: yeah, it's extremely yeah. uncomfortable
1: and it's intentional like it, it he yeah, absolutely he's very uncomfortable in his own skin he's only comfortable when he dons that cowl
4: yeah
3: and he's you gonna, you can argue that like his neglecting being bruce wayne let the renewal fund be used for all sorts of shit that it shouldn't be yeah yeah directly and yeah. directly yeah. contributed to and like there are even like you know, they're like, hey, the the accountants from the Wayne Foundation want to talk to you about the renewal fund. He's like, oh, I don't have time for that.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All I, is- I wish mm-hmm. I wish I could have seen this a second time before we recorded. I would love to be able to to sit and actually take inventory of it as opposed to just watching it and taking it in.
1: There's also that moment in the funeral where... The uh, mayoral candidate Bella uh, Bella Riel, Riel? um pulls him aside and talks to him about how he should yes. do more for the city, and he interprets that as "screw you, I'm doing all this and you don't know about it." But she's really right because yeah. he has the power to do so much more for the city by more
0: helping. than just punch crime. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: and I she that was... was really the theme of the whole movie.
0: She was great by the way. yeah, uh, I, I really great. liked this character. the actor did a fantastic job being mm-hmm. uh very clearly kind of the bright light of Gotham, but also firm and strong like mm-hmm. she wasn't she wasn't the typical sort of dumb hopeful that we get in these kinds of things like she she was a powerful character and I, I thought yeah. they did a really nice job with her as well.
4: I liked her not taking his hand at the end
0: in the yes. beginning
4: when he moves it and she won't take it at first and then she does it kind of reluctantly yeah. instead of, yeah, that, like, total trust.
0: Uh, so, Schweck, tell us a little bit about where a lot of these story beats came from as far as the comics go because, I re- like I said, I recognized a lot of moments and a lot of plot lines but I, I, it's been so many years since I've read a lot of Batman comics.
4: Yeah, a lot of the man, he he put a lot together like there's a whole lot of different stuff happening from different errors eras i guess um yeah the whole riddler flooding the city stuff that's from zero year that's recent um which is considered the start of batman now in current canon so that's where the city gets flooded and riddler kind of takes over and the riddler is established this is like first big villain um it took stuff from dark victory um long halloween like ryan said um the dark victory stuff is where they established that Falcone was uh Catwoman's dad. That's where all that came from. That's
0: at the end. I thought she was going to say, I'm off to Rome. Yeah,
4: <laughs> That'd be good. Um, like I said, they, he definitely took, you know, Arkham stuff, some of the seventies, Jim Aparo, Jim Starlin kind of street level stuff is in there. Um, there's also a lot of Morrison stuff kind of weaves through it. Um, some of the rest in peace black book kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And it looks like they're going to keep doing that. I know I kept waiting when they announced, you know, the reporter's name was Elliot. Um, Yeah. If you watch, and I noticed this one during it, when they're doing that reveal during the video, if you look on Thomas Wayne, it says hush.
0: It says hush. Yeah. It was right there.
4: And I thought for a minute they were going to make the, reporter the riddler's dad i thought that's where
0: they were going well or i thought it was going to turn out that the riddler was thomas elliott and they were yeah. going to kind of combine those characters they did that in one of the animated movies mm-hmm. I think hush. oh did they in yeah. hush oh okay okay yeah. i haven't watched it yet because it
2: oh sorry i spoiled
0: much. it oh no um no nah, it's fine uh so I want to talk about the bat suit because something just popped into my head. I'm I'm sitting here. I've got all these notes and I've barely even looked at them so far. Uh, well, before we get to the bat suit, let's talk about the bat voice. Uh, probably the best bat voice.
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
0: because he he puts on uh, you know a, a throatiness, but it doesn't sound all corny. Because I, I watched Batman Begins. And the Dark Knight again the other day because I just wanted more Batman and Christian Bale's voice is so fucking corny, especially like the, in Dark Knight. It got those yeah. those movies are almost hard to watch because of how goofy he sounds. Yeah, uh, and and overall, I I like I like those movies, I really do. But uh, yeah, his voice is rough in those. Uh, but I think Pattinson Pattinson did a really nice job. Uh, just just sounding deeper and more serious, but not going way too far over the line into parody.
2: Yeah, I agree. Like I like the thing they did with Affleck with the voice modulator and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But that, that doesn't work with this Batman. This is no. low tech Batman. Yeah. yeah or mild tech batman. Yeah, batman. I don't know
0: that he's low tech.
2: Well, yeah, it's guess, it's it's year it's year 2. It's
0: year 2 Batman. Year 2 Batman. Yeah. Once yeah. once uh, once he gets a little bit older and his throat starts seizing up from doing that, he's going to be like, "You know what? Maybe I can design a thing yeah to, to do this for me so I don't have no. to do this all the hey. time."
2: Call me crazy, but it seemed like to me when him and Gordon were alone, he was talking in a normal voice. And then when the other cops would show, walk around him, he would, he would put on the voice. And I don't know if that was intentional or not, but I kind of like felt like it, like it was because he trusted Gordon. You I would,
0: might be right. You and might I be. Think, I would
2: have to a back check.
0: Uh, and and you bring up a good point though. His relationship with Gordon in this was I love was it. Fantastic. It was like a buddy pop. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, something great. that we've we've never seen to this degree before. Even they we're going on calls. Even today. in even in Nolan's. Uh, you know, as, as great as Gary Oldman was, and, and they did have a relationship, this one felt like the Batman comics where he's just walking into the crime scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it was, it was good. I, I liked, and that was an element of what, what you said, uh, that this did seem to sit in a little bit of it. It's not quite as grounded because it did have the cops just letting this guy walk in it's yeah. they've seen it they've dealt with it and it had because it did happen in the nolan movies but it just had a different tone to it yeah. it didn't feel like it did in the comics where the cops were like oh we know this guy is he's part of our procedure now
4: i like they kept in there that they, he was there and they accepted it but they didn't like for
0: yeah, you know, most it. of the movie yeah.
4: yeah yeah um it had a really good like year one kind of feel to it um and I don't know why they didn't just call him Commissioner Loeb.
0: That's who it was. Yeah, that was an odd decision. I don't. I don't know why they didn't do that. Um, I don't know if it had anything to do with the character being used in in the Nolan movies.
4: Yeah, and like uh, Officer Merkel was there. Like they mentioned him. Like it yeah. was all the year one people. Um, yeah, like they did a good job. I did think it was weird that they have an abandoned building where the Bat Signal is that they just kind of go to and hang out at.
0: Yeah, I but I like that because one, it was good for the plot mm-hmm. because there were things that needed to happen there that could not have happened on top of police headquarters, yeah. and two, it actually does make a lot of sense that that while Batman is kind of horning in on their business, the Bat Signal being on top of police headquarters is just an overt, just like, believe. wait a yeah. minute, are taxpayers paying for this? Is yeah. it like, yeah. like I I kind of appreciate that. Little bit of and I felt
1: like it was more about their relationship between Gordon and Batman. And that so Gordon was like, Well, we'll just put it over here where people can't actually prove that I'm doing this. Right. You know.
0: Well, well, and also I'm sure Bruce Wayne owns that construction site or whatever. Uh I uh
2: I adored the scene when uh he broke him out of jail. Like when yes. he took the punch for him and stuff. Yeah. I love that scene. I thought yeah. that was good. He's
3: like,
1: we have to get you out of here. And he was like, that's going to be a problem for you. And he's like, hit me.
0: <laughs> and that was when we really saw, oh, they are for real working together, trust mm-hmm. each other. Like they are at that level that they're at in the comics, because up to that point, like when he gets taken in, you really don't know what Gordon's going to do. You don't know if Gordon can do anything, or you don't know if he'd want to, because we, up till then we don't know for sure that they're on that cooperative level, and that's where we see it. And it was so great because Jeffrey Wright, uh, I mean, he's essentially the personality of the film.
4: Yeah, I'm glad yeah. they skip, incredible. Yeah, I'm glad they skipped that part too, where he gains his trust
0: and what we've seen at that Yeah, spot. yeah. Just like, drop yeah. us in. We know, yeah, we get it. Yeah.
2: Uh it's so the bad suit through the alley scene again, like, thank god. Yeah. Uh, Yes,
0: yes. I'm Uh, sorry,
3: I'm over it. They they definitely talked about his parents getting killed, but they didn't actually show it.
0: But but, uh, that's also such a significant portion of the plot. You you couldn't, it would have been weird if they hadn't mentioned it. Like, it's it's important to what they're establishing. I I have, like,
3: minor quibbles about, like, I don't know. Like, turning his dad into kind of a shithead
0: kind of annoyed me. Well, he's not though, and that yeah, that would, that's down straight down out of the comics. That. Also, mm-hmm. like yeah. that is from the comics. That's like it's that's not even as controversial as Batman murdering people in movies all the time. <laughs> uh, but real quick, I gotta ask you guys something about the Bat suit. So the Bat suit, it's another big, bulky, armored Bat suit. It looks really cool. But I still think Affleck's is the best film Bat we've gotten.
3: Yeah, but like also keep in mind that Affleck's was like year 20 Batman or year 15 Batman and This Is, he's still figuring shit out. I liked that he had boots on, Uh you know,
1: like he was just wearing like tactical boots. And I kind of liked that because, and you know, and you could see where he had stitched the cowl together and stuff. That
0: That was fantastic. I... Yeah,
1: I thought that gave the suit so much more personality, felt realistic to where he's at in the timeline, you know?
0: Yeah, I loved the stitching on the cowl um, and the fact that we saw the cowl come off and he's got the eye black on all the time. They didn't shy away from that. Um, That was really cool. But seeing the cowl actually be removed in that way and that, look, this works. This is a functional piece of costuming that they've made here's the thing that i want to ask you guys so to me the biggest most obvious departure from any traditional bat costume we've ever seen are these giant like tent stakes that he has on his forearm one what the fuck are they two did he ever use them at any point in the movie
3: i don't know like, yeah, I don't, I don't remember at the end where he's like getting all those fucking incel Riddler dudes, like dropping them on lines. Is that what those are? That's no, because are. they, no, they, they hook lines, themselves, they to themselves to lines. lines. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's just punching them and kicking them off. Dark.
4: I
0: I I do not remember. And this is again where I need to see it a second time. I do not remember those having any function. And it's so bizarre because they stand out so you much. Like it's the
2: scene or something.
0: And, and that's what I wonder. Or were they during like Nicole saying, like they just were used during a fight and we just didn't. Yeah. There was so much shit going on.
2: Dark movie. A lot of the lighting. But was those out.
0: are bright silver. So I feel like you'd notice yes, them flying through the air. I will I say, know.
2: like, I, I was really, that was one of the biggest concerns I had was, like, the trailer, like, was, like, super fucking dark. And I was like, am I even going to be able to see what's going on? But in the movie, it was, like, lit, like, perfectly. Mm-hmm. Well, they used it. They used the, the, yeah, the one like scene. They, yeah. they
3: used, like, shadows in the concept of fear. Like, criminals being afraid of, like, this fucker. There's a lot of
2: fire and bullets lighting up yeah. stuff
0: well that's the scene that concerned me the most from the trailer was batman just walking into gunfire i i hate it he should be avoiding gunfire it made sense though. then getting like, to the scene in the context of the movie and what was mm-hmm. going on he was suicidal. it, it worked Absolutely. it made sense uh yeah. and and like arian said they're using the bullets as their light source
2: yeah
0: so it creates like the effect looked cool enough for me to forgive what I see as not my favorite portrayal of Batman, because it was just a badass scene. So I was like, okay, this is fine. I'll I'll take it. Yeah. And maybe but- that's when he was using those things. Like, he was psh, 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 and we just couldn't tell because it was so fast and kinetic. Who knows? Shwek, do you have any theories about the tent stakes?
4: I don't know. I don't know. I thought for a minute they were going to be part of the grappling gun, that those were the whatever right, call right. It, but he never pulled him out i did like on the gauntlets that the grappling gun kind of extended from it like the old west when they yeah. have the little gun and yeah. it was a straight gun like i thought that was really good
0: i w- i need there to, and i i'm sure it's out there i need there to be a magazine like there was for batman 1989 that gives you like close-up stills of all of the props of the bat suit. um we know this Batman was not wearing Air Jordans, unlike Michael Keaton's, which is, you know, I get it. Things have moved ahead. Uh, but I, I need a closer look at, like, everything that so was in the movie. It's yeah. out.
4: There's They've released, actually today, they released, I saw it earlier, where it's pictures of the full suit and, like, oh, okay. grams and all that stuff. Because I don't,
0: I don't want to look at it on the computer. I want it in a book. I want to yeah. open the book. I want to oh, flip yeah. through the pages and see the like the image in my hands.
2: I wasn't crazy about the collar at first, but it, it like in the movie it worked fine. Oh, I liked
0: it. I thought it looked cool. Oh, I love yeah. the
2: collar. Yeah. It reminded yeah, me it of Gotham by it, Gaslight.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and the, that was the the mask where you could see the mm-hmm. stitching was very Gotham by Gaslight as well. Cold. Although I think we've seen that in the modern era too, but. It was just a very cool effect. And it's on uh the McFarland figure. That's how fine the detail is. It has all of that stitching on the cowl. It's it's nice. Did a nice job on that. Fuck yeah. So when you guys found out we were gonna be reviewing this tonight, uh Schweck, what was your first thing that popped into your head that you were like, we got to talk about this?
4: I think my biggest thing taken out of it, like I'm interested on where they're gonna go now. And just DC in general because they're clearly setting up, I guess, a parallel cinematic universe or whatever you want to call it. Because we're getting the Penguin show, the Arkham show. They're already doing new movies. Like, I don't know. I just don't know what DC's doing. (laughs) Like, what they
0: don't, they don't either.
4: Yeah, and like I want to see this universe continue, but then like we we got out of it. You know, I went with my son, and he was talking about what he wanted to see and was talking about, you know, Deathstroke and Red Hood and blah, blah, blah. And I kept thinking like, yep, Titans just did that. Yep. They just did that. (laughs) And so like they've got all these like competing properties now. And I wonder if that's going to be difficult for them.
0: I'm sure it will because, You know, it's funny, we always kind of talk shit about WB for not wanting the same characters on the CW and in the movies. And we were like, no, people can understand it. But now they have the streaming stuff, the CW stuff, the five or six different movie universes. Like, It actually could be an issue for consumer comprehension Mm -hmm. to use these characters in too many different ways in too many different places.
2: Well, inside I don't know. I feel like
0: you can always bet on Batman, though. If they put out yeah. quality, Batman, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the the, the character of Batman—you know, do whatever you want; it doesn't matter.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like they can do anything as long as it's quality. People are going to see it.
0: Yeah,
3: I'm just sad we're getting away from hot topic Joker.
0: Look, I wanted more of that Joker. I wanted to I see too. more of that version of Joker.
2: I wanted to see the weird Mad Max movie. Where like Deathstroke and Batman and the Joker yeah. are fucking yeah. walking through the desert? I want to see that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh it's different, it's interesting, and it's a world where Clayface could probably exist.
2: Probably does. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um Arian, what about you? When what was kind of the first thing that popped into your head to discuss?
3: Uh I saw it like like after i had seen the movie or before i'd seen the movie because i didn't see it till yesterday
0: i know what yeah once you saw it and you were like okay we got to talk about this on the review so one thing like
3: i've seen people talking about is they feel like it's too long and i agree but also don't agree like for the story they told it needed to be that long now you can like say should they have cut a few like could they have made a like more coherent narrative and cut like 20 30 minutes out of it maybe but like then it would have lost some stuff um also like i went into it like i actually googled like (laughs) When to pee during Batman
0: movie.
3: Because <laughs> uh, like my I bladder... Didn't. I, didn't. My, I didn't I made either. it through the whole thing.
0: My, <clears> I didn't <throat> I didn't
3: either. And like usually like I'll have to piss during like a two-hour movie. Much yeah, me too. Movie. Me but, too. Um and I and I had popcorn in a drink. Uh uh-huh. so yeah, it was just uh it felt it didn't start feeling long until like it got to the part where, like, he like left uh, Arkham after talking to the Riddler. And then, like, I found out there was another 20, 30 minutes.
0: Yeah, there was the point uh there it, was a it felt point like, kind where of like a return
3: of the king thing where like how many different endings is this gonna have like, well it, but that that return worked. of the king didn't
0: have multiple endings it had one distinct ending and then it kept going for 40 minutes yeah that, that weren't endings they were codas <laughs> That's very Whereas this it it fooled you at one point into thinking okay we're about to wrap things up and then it went nope here's this big map and things are about to explode and right. and like that was very cool for me because i i i sat back this is what i was going to say about as far as cutting stuff pretty much any movie we've ever talked about i feel like i can sit down and could cut out 5 10 sometimes 15 minutes no problem i i can see spots where things can be removed without affecting the movie this i honestly felt like everything that was in here needed to be in here yeah uh, <laughs>
4: they could have cut into the Falcone Moroni, the whole plot thing a little bit, I think, and made it simpler if they wanted to. I'm glad they did. not
0: But, but yeah, see, seeing that was important to mm-hmm. establishing really the character of Gotham city mm-hmm. and that relationship of Selena uh, to everything that's going on and, right. and how deep all of the stuff in the iceberg lounge and 44 below, like, it really was kind of important to the world, I guess.
4: Well, I think they were telling the story too of when Gotham changes from organized crime to psycho killer clown. Yeah. Yeah. That's the big kind of plot going on in the background. And I'm glad they brought it up when Batman said it's getting worse. Like I did this and nothing's getting better. And now the penguin is in control of things.
1: I also felt like him saying that, like I've been doing this for two years And it's only gotten worse. I felt like that was the huge part of his character arc of understanding that he can't just be vengeance. He can't just punch crime out of Gotham City when he comes along to the end. And, and, you know, obviously fucking spoilers. But like, and that dude looks at him and says, I am vengeance. And he's like, oh, shit, I've been going about this all wrong the whole time. I can punch crime, but I also have to fucking help this city This city is going to get better because of positive things, not because of a lot of kicks and punches,
0: you know? And and what was so cool about that is we got that moment and then they followed up on it and showed him like, it wasn't just, Oh, that's something to think about. They showed him helping with the rescue efforts and doing like getting involved, being literally in the daylight. Uh, I thought that was a really nice follow through basically
4: it's gonna i'm excited i think more for the sequel than this because we're finally gonna get a different version of batman in the
0: you know one, I think. you know what we're gonna get we're gonna get batman incorporated and i'm here for it he's, he's, gonna, would he's, that. Gonna, he's gonna go That'd be to fucking
3: like, awesome he's gonna go to like store openings and cut ribbons
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen that pattinson wants a robin like he has come out and said they want a robin in this movie and they want like a 12 or 13 year old like they want to do it
2: the way uh, the way I read it was he wants to do it if they go with like a twelve year old. He
0: doesn't want it yeah. to be like a weird Chris O'Donnell thing. I don't Which, know. By the he, way, uh, Chris O'Donnell. It's not his fault. He was awesome. He was one great, of the best parts yeah, of those movies.
2: And I rewatched right, those, weird. Of
0: those recently, and it's just super awkward that he. It's like, so weird that like, yeah. he's like 30. a
2: grown ass man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but he's great. He's he awesome. was good.
2: Yeah, I, I I totally agree. It's just. Just the whole idea of adopting a drone. If,
0: if they right now wanted to make uh, a movie with George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell, I, I don't care if they're buddy cops, I don't care they if they're the old ass Batman and Robin, whatever. The flash, whatever, yeah, the flash, whatever they want to do, bring those two back together. Give me that chemistry again. I want to see it. Uh all right, what what the heck were we talking about? Oh, um, so Ryan uh cadaver what was your like when you were done watching it knowing you're coming into the review what was kind of the big thing that you wanted to hit on
2: i mean there's so much like i love so much about this movie um i mean i think the main thing is the fact of like what we we're just talking about that bruce had like a full character arc in this movie like fully went from like being a like basically suicidal vi- vigilante like literally being like i don't care about myself Telling Alfred, like, I don't care if I make it through this. And then going through all this stuff, coming out on the other side, realizing his mistakes. And like you said, it shows him trying to fix that is excellent and something that we don't get a lot out of uh, comic book movies. And I think that part of the reason we're talking about Catwoman and how great her story arc was and, and Gordon and and all these characters alfred we didn't get a whole lot of but i was all right with what we got like i liked it he was badass and i enjoyed it but like the reason we're talking about all these characters is because the movie had a little time to breathe you had those like moments did the work with them yeah Yeah. like it it really did and they, they did a lot of um showing and not telling like bruce awkwardly like seeing the sun coming through the window and grabbing his sunglasses because he basically only is awake at night uh, just shit like that just showed, you know, he's become this weird nocturnal psychopath, you know? Um, and uh, I I don't think there's much I would cut. Very little. Um, so, yeah, I, I I fucking loved it. It's it's my favorite Batman movie. I'm 100%. Oh, sure
0: bold statement. Mm. Yeah, I thought about okay. it a lot. Yeah. yeah
3: Fair it's, enough. It's up there, like, I think I still like Batman 89 better.
0: I mean, I love that movie. I mean, look—it's they all offer different they things. Do. They do, uh, and everybody is going to have a different thought about what they want from a Batman movie, and yep. and how well they can calibrate the different elements. Because I've, you know, I've never gotten the Batman movie that I want. I probably never will, but I can look at all of them and and appreciate. You know, ex- there there are only two that I just really can't stand and everything else gives me something that I enjoy.
4: All right. So let me ask that. What would this movie have needed to be what you want?
0: Uh, As of now, I feel like this world that they have created doesn't have room for the more fantastical Batman villains. Mm -hmm. Now I don't know. Well, this wasn't the movie to deliver that though. Uh, It wasn't their intent. It wasn't what they wanted. So while I loved this movie and thought it was near perfectly executed, this movie couldn't have given me what I want. I think the closest that anything has come is probably the Snyder stuff, uh, because obviously all kinds of fucking wacky shit happens there. But then those are too mean and, and spiteful and vindictive. Uh so that's not really I mean honestly the MCU tone is what I want. Mm-hmm. I want to find that happy medium ground where you can have gods battling men and fantastical creatures roaming the earth and uh you know that's that's what I'm looking for and I doubt we'll ever get it from Batman. Uh, but, which is why it's so great that we've got all the animation that we've got because that's where it's delivered.
2: And that's what's great though about Batman is you can have the brave and the bold. And then you can have year one, you know, yeah. like in there, like year one had no room for like a lot of like crazy fantastical shit, but it's a great, I mean, it's a great
0: book. And, and that's, that's the thing that would really blow my mind because I mean, granted year one came, uh, what, uh, 50 years into Batman's lifespan. Yeah. Uh, but theoretically it is, you know, the, the beginning And from there, you know, those fantastical things came. So what would be really interesting to see is if Matt Reeves does end up delivering on those things, because as I mentioned, this is the man who made the movies about talking monkeys, riding horses and taking over (laughs) the world. We know he has the capacity to deliver on believable, fantastical things. So he he has said he's interested in characters like Mr. Freeze, if he can find the right way to deliver them. So, you know i'm yeah, i'm here for it
3: I, th- I think like
0: he's a little too wedded like in my and in my
3: opinion uh, I'll be clear this is a good thing you and i are very different about this uh i i enjoy the more grounded in reality uh stuff so
4: but see just, i think that's why we're thinking.
0: never gonna agree on that
4: I think that's why he put venom in the
2: movie I mean, we can all agree that was venom, right. right,
0: and we and I, you're right. Dude, I
2: said the same thing.
0: That was, was like, absolutely. And matter of fact, in the theater, I sat up and I elbowed Phantom <laughs> Junior, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, was that Venom?" And he was like, "That was Venom." It's
4: hundred percent Venom. Like, I kind of so, wonder if he was kind of like, "Wink, wink, nod, nod." We might do some of this.
0: And and that's you know we've never seen a good Bane. We just haven't. No. That would be interesting to pursue. I mean, or what are you maybe...
2: talking
0: about? The the bane from Batman and Robin is perfect. <laughs> I mean, it's the best one so far. But it's better than uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> <Dark> Knight Rises. Or maybe the Venom could end up end up being kind of a central component of how we get these other crazy. There's no telling. There's all kinds of it is possible that those characters that I find so essential to Batman could happen. Uh, but as of now, I just don't see it. But I don't know. We'll see.
2: I, uh, I really want Court of Owls, but I also feel like they touched so much on the Wayne stuff in this one that I'm okay with them not doing that. Didn't
0: it feel like they didn't leave? Because I i had heard a lot of talk about a sequel featuring Court of Owls, but didn't it but, seem like this was almost too similar to that? Yes. I agree. Do 100%. that in the next one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Um Oh, Nicole, what was your, you know, coming out of this? What was the big thing that you wanted to make sure we talked about or was there one?
1: Um a lot of it was stuff that we've already talked about, but um how about the chemistry between Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz?
0: The scene uh, where he they're in the little room And he, like, grabs her, and they're up against the wall.
2: Oh, yeah. 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 When she's, like, stealing uh, the passport. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, they were wonderful together. I mean, it, it was fantastic. You know, you can just, like, cut it with a knife between the two of them. You really feel like, you know, as soon as the camera pans away, they're just, like, hotly making out. (laughs) <laughs> there was yeah. wonderful chemistry between them.
0: When when they made contact or kissed or whatever, it felt like it didn't feel like they were doing it because it was in the script, which is yeah. often how those things feel in superhero movies. It felt like they were doing it because they couldn't not do it.
1: Yes. Like we, you know, have been desperately avoiding kissing each other till now. We have
2: to do it. You know? Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, I, the, I, yeah I
1: thought the, it was fantastic.
2: Um, you know, there was a rumor going around. I'm sure it was just a rumor, but there was a rumor going around while they're filming that they were caught fucking on the Batmobile. Yeah. That, <laughs> Whoa. Like, there was like a leak that came out about that, and it was while they're filming the movie. And it was I like,
0: want that to be true because <laughs> I don't I don't see how it could not be true.
2: I
4: mean I hope <laughs> it's true. That car With, would make me drop my pants.
0: Right, yeah. that Batmobile and those two—if yeah. they didn't—I am disappointed in our existence.
1: <laughs> two hot people in a hot car.
0: My <laughs> gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I—that I, happened. As far as I'm concerned, that's canon.
1: <laughs> in our canon. There you go.
0: <laughs> uh, so late in the late in the movie, once we do get the reveal about Riddler's grand scheme we get the the it made my fucking skin crawl when they got online and you see all these people following him and you realize that he's cultivated this this online cult and it's so like it was i, I mean it was uncomfortable it was creepy because it was a little too close to reality
1: yeah very uh,
0: which i'm sure was the very. point yeah. That, to me, was the the biggest and most like kind of disturbing reveal of the movie. And then to for those followers to be the ones heading out and executing his plan, uh, it was it was uh, it kind of, you know, we talked a little bit about this being similar to Seven. And to me, that took the seven concept to the next level because that was the yeah. point of the villain in seven was for people to see what he had done and, Mm. and for him to basically have this cult and that's what would happen. Right. And, and that's what this movie was. And it was fucked up. And if you, if you looked at the screen and what their, their comments were, it was all like, horrible shit. how to do how to do what they were getting ready to do it, la- it basically laid everything out in those comments and that's, that's another like reason i've got to see this yeah. again as soon as possible is i feel like throughout the movie there were probably a lot of things that i was too engrossed in what was happening to really catch little details
1: one of them stuff. was like don't forget your cling wrap yeah uh, what caliber should i bring like yes stuff like that my favorite that you could where, get the,
4: where to get the mask
0: where to get yeah. the mask yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, yeah. like really chilling um conversations that you feel like people have in those types of Dark chat black. rooms. Oh, 100 yeah. percent Yeah.
0: Yes, absolutely. So that no. yeah, that was that was almost a little too close. Uh yeah. to that was too grounded. Yeah.
4: yeah. It, it's a good way <laughs> to explain like how do these people get their henchmen? Like. Yeah. Who's dressing up like a clown and going around with the Joker? You and know how this is going to end. You're right. How it ba-
0: sense <laughs> in a, in a really fucked up way. How Batman sixty six was that? That Riddler had a bunch of goons dressed up like Riddler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I didn't think of it like that. But you're right. <laughs> That's very. That puts a whole new spin on because you know, as adults, we go back and we watch Batman sixty six, and we're like, Why are all these fucking guys wearing sweaters with Mister Freeze's face on them? but that's what it is they've they've gathered around that cult of personality and that's why these psychotic over the top villains are able to always have a steady supply of followers is that that cult of personality they they're mm-hmm. drawn to these psychos to to give them meaning mm-hmm. and it's and again, really fucking disturbing and next time i watch an episode realistic. of batman 66 mm-hmm. i'm going to have a whole different view on these henchmen <laughs> that are getting sockoed in the face
4: yeah well and they had even before that when you went to the funeral there were people standing outside with like pro riddler signs
0: yes yeah like holding them
4: up showing that
0: probably the same yeah 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 well a lot of those people were in like in masks and stuff
4: and probably like my mom who saw this on the internet somewhere and was like (laughs) i saw on fox news and he's got a good point
0: uh, did you did you see what they said about this who's they oh i don't know but they said it it's the it makes sense uh um all right what did else have we think, got in
2: here did y'all think that riddler knew batman's true identity
0: because like oh i, I totally would, did that was such a that was such a great flip-flop yeah because that's he because he kept saying bruce wayne yeah and it The the look on Pattinson's face was almost comical
2: (laughs) during that because he's He's like looking to the side and he's like, "Uh, he was like doing a he was like
0: he was doing like a Mr. Bean, like (laughs) he's like, is anybody else
3: listening? (laughs) Right, right. He looks at the camera. Yeah, Yeah. he even
0: looks up at the camera like, oh shit. (laughs) And then it totally goes in a different direction. It was great. It was such a great misdirect. uh, which which again is why I have to say the the movie was just almost perfectly executed, uh, and and I admire the shit out of it for that. Uh, let's see here. Okay, let's talk a little bit more about. Well, real quick, Andy Circus. Uh, he's fine.
2: Yeah, I didn't get enough of him to like really make a huge judgment. I did think that like that scene was like horrific with like the bomb going off and oh like, dude
0: i was i didn't realize how invested i was in their relationship until yeah. that happened and i was like if alfred dies i'm gonna be fucking upset
2: yeah, yeah. oh I, I thought the same thing i was like i'm gonna be fucking crushed and like the fact that he calls about it and they're like it's our oh
0: place. i know it was an hour yeah, ago oh
2: like, yeah that was a great but, scene
0: yeah he was solid and also, also introducing the idea that he had a big part in Bruce's training.
2: Yep. Yeah. It was very yeah. interesting.
0: That was what Earth One did. Yeah. That right? Yeah. Okay. That's an
4: Earth One Alfred. Where yeah. he's British Secret Service and yeah. He's not really his friend. They argue a lot and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. That was. Totally the that was
2: cool thing. Or I, it's like an audible thing, but it's like a, a two hour little prequel to the movie. No. Uh-uh. Mm. Uh It's it's not like it's not like the most exciting shit. It's not like some shit you have to like run out and get immediately. But it does, like, go into, like, Bruce and, like, and Alfred training, like, every day, even when Bruce didn't want to. And Okay. It was, like, shit to keep his mind off of his family's death. Uh, And they go into a lot of that about him training them, and uh, they go into a lot about Riddler growing up in the orphanage and uh, being at the uh, opening of the orphanage, singing in the choir, and just staring at Bruce Wayne and being, like, look at that rich piece of shit.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Interesting. Kind of cool. Uh, so let's talk about Ozzy, Ozzy as he is <laughs> oh, yeah, in this. We need talk
2: about him. There's so much yeah. in this movie.
0: I love when, well, first of all, anytime Batman's beating the shit out of people in a nightclub, that's a fun time. Yeah. Uh, the twins, the, the yeah, penguins, goons, the twins are great. That's Tweedledee uh,
4: and Tweedledum. I don't care what they say. <laughs> I thought of that. It's, uh, I immediately thought of that.
0: They, they, yeah, they were great, but the fact that he goes up to talk to Penguin and doesn't just beat the shit out of him—he's he understands I have to deal with this person and whatever transgressions are going on here. Because he sits there and watches Selena bring the drug, bring the money in, bring the drugs back out, and just watches it. And he he's reasonable to the extent he he gets this is not the time to deal with this. I have other. I have bigger things that I need this man for. And that's
2: the
0: the Penguin Batman relationship uh, is, you know, he's a bad guy. If he goes too far, I'm bringing him in. But for the most part, he's too much of a resource for the underworld for me to take down, usually. So I've got to turn a blind eye to some of what he's got going on. And I thought that was very interesting and in that they handled it very efficiently.
2: Yeah. There was and a he lot did. of stuff like that, like, yeah. like him running up to the ledge and being like, like there's a lot of shit of like him, not just being confident ass. Like I'm invincible Batman, like him running up to the ledge and like realizing like, Oh fuck, I'm going to die. Like, yeah. And then turning boy.
0: into a flying squirrel. Yes. Yes.
4: Did the cape turn into that? How, how did he get that?
0: I'm still confused. The cape—it like, looked like, like <sighs> it looked like he connected the cape like right. here and here, and like at the ankles. Because when he when he uh, hits the ground and gets up and walks away, the cape is gone. Right. So like somehow the cape turned into his flying squirrel suit, and then turned into the parachute, and then was gone. Yeah. or something so
1: when he like slams into a bridge abutment he's
0: just like oh <laughs> and he's fine he's it's yeah. that armored suit and that was that's the type of shit that makes me nervous because that was that was nolan's whole deal with batman is like well the wear and tear on a man's body would mean he could only do this for so long and like look buddy we're doing superhero movies here we're not doing fucking patriot games you need to put that shit away hmm uh, so, yeah, seeing him crash through the bridge, I was like, oh, I hope we're not doing a... He's all beat up and has to stop being Batman. I don't think it's going to... Do I don't that. think I we're doing that either.
1: No, he gets up and he and
2: obviously... He's he like... shook it off. He, yeah. he yeah. fucking crashed like, through that bridge, got up and
0: walked away like a man. Yeah. I it was for, some, for,
2: some, uh, for
3: some robot testing on it,
0: you'll be fine. Yeah. That's right. Uh, So, yeah, Colin... Uh, what's his fit? colin farrell yeah okay so uh, as i mentioned one of the most handsome men in hollywood so they cast him and he's great don't get me wrong he's great but why wouldn't you cast a fat ugly person like why put this man in this makeup in a fat suit or did is he have i not been keeping up with colin farrell and his is he old and fat now
2: no he uh, looked, hey. he's still good looking
0: okay
4: yeah because you need somebody that can act that
2: good.
0: <laughs> like, well, I, but I feel like fat ugly people can act well sometimes. No. No, no. no I guess I, not.
2: You know what? I think like, was-
3: I, f- I feel like if you if you had cast for example, say Paul Giamatti as the one, right. uh he would not have had the same swagger and confidence.
0: Oh, that's a good point. You need somebody who is handsome and who lives a handsome life. I think you're right. to bring penguin swagger. Fucking shit, that's a brilliant point. That's the smartest thing you've ever said on this show.
4: Farrell's already kind of crazy, though. I say all sorts of
3: stuff about asses all the time.
0: Well, yeah, I mean you're right about all that. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah, that's a that's a great point and and he was i mean he was fantastic when he's the his lack of fear also like when when mm. gordon and batman have him tied up yeah uh and, and he's the way like he's just fucking with him.
3: he's always like trying to like look for a new angle like yes. when when yeah. they're taking Falcone away uh he he suddenly finds you know his gumption to speak up and uh, like make a play for her like, you know, being uh, the next guy in charge.
0: That so. show is going to be fantastic.
4: That costume, yeah, He's great. That costume change during that scene is one of my favorite things in the whole movie. Is if you look through the whole movie, he wears black the whole time. He wears a normal suit. And then when he gets, you know, becomes the boss or whatever, he's wearing that bright ass
0: purple. I did not even notice that.
4: Yeah, All of a oh, sudden I he's can't. wearing like a real garish
0: suit. Oh, wow. That's great. Mm-hmm. Did he have an umbrella? He did not. There's only one I, instance in the whole
4: movie where he has an umbrella.
0: That's another thing I want. And look, you Wait, I it's like
3: considering all the goddamn rain, like he really should have
4: had <laughs> an umbrella. <Rain laughs> whole, does it doesn't ever stop raining <laughs> in that goddamn. Uh, so
0: that is going like, to be God, that's going to no be time. the origin of Penguin's umbrella. And he's going to be like, it rains all the time, but also I need to carry a gun. Can <laughs> so anybody is, help me out with this? <laughs>
4: One of my favorite little details in the movie, when you go back and watch it, watch every time during a news scene, there's weather at the bottom and it's raining different parts of Gotham in different ways. Like, <laughs> it'll be like Old town drizzle, downtown, heavy rain. <laughs> and like the whole city apparently has different weather patterns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we Uh, I think we haven't, we talked a little bit about Zoe Kravitz. I think we need to talk a little bit more uh because her selena does have a significant character in this movie and is obviously an important part of the whole plot uh we get we open with her relationship with the what russian whatever she is girl Uh, that gets killed uh her girlfriend very specifically stated her girlfriend yeah uh And we get to see sort of the way that she moves through the club, and and already has the double life. Like at the beginning, like it's she's she's already her own uh, independent person carrying shit off. When we meet her, it's not Batman has no influence on her uh, activities. Character
4: origin story.
0: Right, right, right.
4: Mm -hmm. Can we talk about how her dad's apparently been hitting on her for years and didn't know it? Yucko! Awkward.
0: Yeah. Yeah, every time he called her beautiful or whatever.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and then she goes and interacts with him and he's like, hey, beautiful. And I'm just like, ugh. Now, is that ever
2: a comic thing?
4: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's in Dark Victory.
0: Dark Victory.
4: when she scratches his face, that's why Falcon in the comics has the big scratches.
0: Which on his face. she scratched the shit out of his face, but then it didn't seem to have scratches. That was really weird.
4: Yeah, I didn't love her nails. I kept waiting for them to break. I'm
2: like, those things aren't staying on. <laughs>
0: like. I her her costume could have used some work.
2: I it the had- I didn't like the mask.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 The bodysuit and everything was fine, and I even liked the idea of she has these crazy nails all the time and the fingerless gloves are why she's got the cat nails. But you're right. Like, I just can't buy those or press-ons or whatever. I, I don't know. I uh,
4: I really love she had the animated series backpack. It
0: yes. Happy. Every time she had the little black
4: yes. backpack, I was like, all right.
0: And we never really got a good look at her whip slash bolo slash grappling hook, whatever it was she had. But it was very cool and functional. Like, I mm. dug it. Uh, I liked
1: her outfit because it felt very homemade, you know? It was like, this is a girl that had a latex catsuit laying around, you know? And she zazzed it up and, um, you know, and then she was like, well, I guess I should cover my face. Let me just cut this here. There we go. You know? So I dug it,
2: but I get it. I think if you're going to go so far to have the little, like, ski mask with, like, cat ears. Just make it a damn cat hat.
0: Or just order order a, a cat mask from Wish. Yeah. We all know how the internet
2: works. Well, there's pictures of her wearing, like, the Michelle Pfeiffer-type cowl-like thing. Yeah. And it looks fucking sweet. And I'm like, oh, why didn't they just do that? Like, right. it's, not, it's, it's not the same. It doesn't have the stitching, but it's, like, basically the same. It's, like, latex.
0: No, Nobody would have questioned that. No. If they had just done that. Yeah. It would have been fine.
2: But also, I wouldn't mind the goggle look. Like, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah, and and, you know, we may well get that down down the road.
2: Oh, also, I'm glad that they didn't kill Riddler because I want to see some weird team up with a lot of these guys.
0: Well, there's apparently there's a rumor out there that the War of Jokes and Riddles is on the table. That's that could be really cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I mean, that's you know, with the interaction between. So let's talk about uh, Joker. The end of the movie. I, well, Ryan, you are un, un,
3: unnamed Arkham.
0: Inmate. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, okay, Schweck, you already mentioned. I think that this is uh, Matt Reeves has said that yes, this is the Joker, uh, and that he's based on the uh, character from the movie The Man Who Laughs, which is what the Joker was based on in the first place. Uh,
2: That's a weird thing to say.
0: Yeah, uh, right, right. Um, but but you know what? The general public, general public, probably sure. doesn't know that. Yeah, no, they absolutely uh, do and it will be interesting to see uh, Phantom Junior, who, who's my 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 at home head of research. Uh, he said that in that same interview, Matt Reeves has said that this Joker, it's a birth defect and not he wasn't thrown in acid or right. wounded or anything it's, like, it's
3: like that. A weird, rare, right? He was born
0: with that rictus thing. grin, uh, which I mean, honestly. It doesn't matter how it happened. We just need no, no. a good characterization of Joker, which we already, you know, just from the the minute or so that we got, seems pretty solid.
3: Also, the the actor that they got He's is awesome. uh,
0: is great. What uh, else has he done? I, I he told he, me the name, and I wouldn't.
3: Barry Kian has been in. Uh, he the thing you would recognize him from is he was uh, Drig in uh, the Eternals. Which one was Druig? He's the one who could. Like, oh, he's the bad guy. Wait, like, no, he's he's the one who has the cult in South America.
0: Oh, oh,
3: okay. Oh, I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah. No, he and he's been in a bunch of like. He was in the Green Knight. Yeah, he, he's,
0: I I haven't he's, seen that yet because I heard it's really really slow and I've got to be in the right frame of mind for a really it's really good. slow movie.
2: That's
4: good to know. Yeah. It's on my DVR upstairs. <laughs> I <didn't watch> that. <laughs> Yeah. It's
0: one of those that
2: I can't argue that it's slow, but I liked it.
0: Yeah. Well, no, there's plenty of slow movies that I love the hell out of, but yeah, I, I got to be, yeah. I got to be ready for it. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's
4: very beautiful. I liked it a lot. I'm glad to see Arkham keeping up their stellar security by putting <laughs> two next to each other where they can talk. <laughs> like, yeah.
3: It's like one day I want there to be like a reveal of like the head of Arkham Security, and it's like Peter Griffin. What could go wrong well
0: they've they've done stories along those lines but it's not that he's incompetent it's that the the head of arkham is dirty or a psycho or whatever the case may be which i i I would love because they're doing an arkham series in this world like it's a spinoff of this movie i would love for uh shit i can't remember his name right now the guy that did legion I would love for him to do the Arkham show, but I'm sure they've already got whoever's doing it in place. But I I would love for the Arkham show to really fuck with you so that you're not sure. Like if you see killer croc, you don't know if you're seeing it from the eyes of a fucking crazy person or if there actually is a giant crocodile, like really, really mess with reality and give us a fucked up weird show. Kind of like, uh, Grant Morrison's, uh, Arkham, Arkham Asylum, Arkham Asylum, yeah. Like, just make it really weird and out there to where you don't know if these are actually like if this lady's making plants grow or if like make your central character an unreliable narrator.
4: I yeah. like all that weird stuff, except the show is based around a janitor that gets paid like twelve bucks an hour. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> <And they're> like, <laughs> He has to go in there with like a mop and clean up all these roses that some lady has magically
0: made appear. Right. Why why are there so many plants in this place? All the time with these giant vines. Why we're not in a jungle. I
2: like how your your version of this janitor is Larry David. <laughs> yeah, well, yes,
0: absolutely. Uh all right. Well, I think we're getting pretty close to wrapping this thing up. Uh, did you guys, Arian, did you have any Final thoughts? Any any last things to get out there before we uh, finish up?
3: We covered pretty much everything I wanted to go over. Uh, just, I I really appreciated uh, th- like the big overarching themes that like they decided to focus on, and they did a really good job of like making important like the concept of fear. Uh, in like uh you know criminals fear the batman but like a different class of criminal doesn't fear him enough yet i think they kind of learn over the course of the movie that oh just because you know uh i ostensibly run the city and like have politicians and cops in my pocket uh does it necessarily protect me from the lunatic in the bat suit. Uh.
0: <laughs> well, and and uh, kind of along those same lines, the what was introduced. You know, we've talked a couple of times about Riddler being in Arkham and, and the scene between him and Batman. The idea that Riddler thought that they were working together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love, that, I that love level him. of delusion was well. Okay, so he's delusional, but he's not because he's right.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mean it I'll was guess, uh, a,
0: another really one. nice twist yeah yeah, yeah. He has, he it's a mean
1: man into working with him yeah it's it's, a, it, the it's a
3: very it's a very Rashomon like kind of like well like several people experience the same events but have completely different perspectives on yes. it yes. and yeah. like they both happen to be true uh,
0: yeah to
3: a, to a certain extent or in a certain way uh yeah, like it's a really well put together, well-written, well-executed film. Um, yeah. I liked it a whole lot. It's, it's not my favorite Batman movie, but like, if, uh, like, if they're going to have somebody making Batman movies these days, let Matt Reeves keep making them. That's yeah. my takeaway.
0: Yeah. And I, I think, it's it well, I not I think my opinion is that is it's the best executed Batman movie so far. Um
3: I agree. Yeah.
0: Nicole, what about you? What uh kind of final thoughts have you got?
1: I mean, I I really loved it. I thought it was a great story. I loved the tone, I loved the visuals, I thought it was just like, yeah, well executed is kind of an understatement, but I think is, is the best way to describe it. The, the, uh, acting was fantastic. The character development was fantastic. Like I, everything just freaking worked. It it was, it was great. I loved the story. I didn't feel like I was sitting there for three hours. Uh, I was completely wrapped up in what was going on on the screen. Um, I loved the ending. Absolutely loved like the fake out ending of like, Oh, yay. Cool. And then it's like, Oh shit. He's got a whole like city's worth of crazy incel followers. Um, You know, and it's just like, this is just the beginning of what he was doing. Like this was the red herring the whole time. I, I, I have nothing bad to say about this movie. I really loved it. I I loved Pattinson. I loved everything.
0: You know, and I got to throw one more thing in there about the Batmobile. Uh, you know, we talked about the big re- the the build up and finally the the reveal of the Batmobile. Well, the scene that followed where they're treating it as this beast in pursuit. The way that that chase scene is shot, mm. it's like a monster, yeah, chasing Penguin down. Uh, it was really fantastic. Yeah, I them.
1: think before you said something about comparing it to Christine. Yes. That was perfect because the Batmobile is a character in this film.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It it's it's like scary. It's mm-hmm. the fucking Cobblepot is freaking out because yeah. this what thing is doing? hunting him down.
2: Uh, I don't give a shit about like car chases and stuff usually. Right, right. And this one I was fully invested in, and I was like, oh my God, this is so intense. And yeah, like you said, like the Batmobile is just, it's ferocious. When
1: it comes out of the flames. Apparently that was
2: like almost all practical. Holy shit. Which it looked like it.
1: Absolutely wonderful. And then when he's upside down and that shot, uh, his POV of being upside down and like just Batman walking towards him. Beautiful perfect shot. And and that let's hit.
0: be clear, the Batmobile uh leaping through the flames over the dead screaming burning bodies of all of the people that have been murdered as a result <laughs> yeah, yeah, of this chase yeah, yeah let's yeah, not true. forget that very
1: true yeah. <laughs> all of the horrible traumatic injuries
0: mutilated uh, decapitated uh civilians they were fine <laughs> zach snyder was very excited by that there were there were little it was, it was like the gi joe cartoon there were little parachutes Popping yeah. out of the 18 the <laughs> wheelers, you just didn't see them, yeah. Uh, they, all,
1: they all had little like fire suits that just, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. The standard out. issue in Gotham, it's a dangerous exactly. place, you never
1: know what's going right. to happen. Right,
0: uh, Ryan Cadaver, final um, thoughts.
2: I loved everything. Uh, special shout out to the penguin actually waddling, I love that, yes, yeah, that was mm-hmm. great. Um, and uh, I think the only negative thing I have to say is I wish there were more Riddler trophies.
0: <laughs> no, nobody has ever said that in the history of Batman. That's true. That's true. Uh, okay, Ryan Schweck, uh, I want to get your closing th- thoughts, but first I want to ask you, what's better? This or Gotham?
2: Oh! Ooh. Well, there's more Gotham. It's hard. It's hard to say. <laughs> Gotham
1: is so good. But this
2: one... Oh, fuck. It's, it's hard. Cool.
4: You <laughs> I didn't love even that. ask us. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. There was no talking to telepathic dolphins in this. <laughs> An automatic deduction.
0: Nobody built a submarine.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, final thoughts. I think what I was most impressed with, and I think what was a worry of mine going into this was how many characters were in it. But then, how yeah. well yeah. that ended up being. Because I mean, when it was coming out that Catwoman, Penguin, Falcone, Riddler, like,
0: yeah, it seemed like a scene
4: lot. Where this has gone wrong before. Right, like, right. They shoehorn him in. And this is Riddler,
0: Riddler going to be wearing like an extreme sports suit and, and scooting around the city going yeah. in that kind of situation.
4: Yeah, I really like the world he set up. And all of it was kind of, it was, I guess, logical for what it is. But yeah. the characters made sense, which hasn't happened a lot in these movies.
0: Well, there you go. I think everybody uh pretty much on board with loving this movie. And uh I I can't wait for more. I'm I'm stoked. And that this is where I'm I'm really settling out with earnestly loving it, is the fact that we're getting more of this world because so often I almost tentatively enjoy. DC Warner Brothers projects because you never know if they're going to go anywhere or if it's going to have any consequence, any further relevance or, or anything. Uh, and, and really, shouldn't feel that way. You should be able to take each project on its own, but that's just not the cinematic world we live in anymore. Uh, and here we know we're they've built a very solid foundation. They're expanding on the storytelling. We're getting a lot of interesting projects. and And according to this, two spinoff shows and two sequels already set to go. Uh, so I've, I've got a good feeling about this Batman and this Gotham. I think they've done a really nice job. I just hope
3: that we can get a crossover between this Batman,
0: Peacemaker. I can't even <laughs> <know>. <laughs> no No. And, and see, that's the Peacemaker world. I do want to see Batman in that world. I want to <laughs> see that but keep it in that world. And that's, that's fine. You know, give me, give me different iterations of Batman. I'm good with that. You guys, thank you for coming on and talking about the Batman. Uh, Arian, what are you up to? Where can we find you online? Uh,
3: I'm doing nothing. You really can't. If you really get to follow me for memes and pet pictures at such a lazy man on Instagram. There you go.
0: Lots, lots of screenshots from Twitter. It's true. (laughs) Ryan Schweck. Uh, tell us about this fantastic podcast that you have.
4: I co-host Execute Chapter Sixty Six, a Star Wars fiction podcast where we do basically like a book club, and it's your number one source for all Plukoon news.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what better, what better thing could you possibly have uh, in your t- You need, you need a T-shirt with that on it, <laughs> and sell like hotcakes. Uh, Ryan Cadaver, multiple bands, multiple projects. Uh, please list them all now.
2: Um, yeah, so, uh, my new project, Neon Warlords, uh, we just recorded two songs this past weekend, and they're possibly two of the best songs I've ever been a part of, so I'm really excited about that, um, the cast creatures, were about to record a new album, we got several shows lined up, so just follow us on, uh, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff, uh, and then I heard a rumor that Del Jepson and the Nighthawks are recording an album this weekend, so that's, oh, right. whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that,
3: that is terrifying
2: news, a lot of stuff happening, I can't no, imagine I what. I just wanted to plug it.
0: I can't imagine what kind of primitive ass equipment they're using. Are they doing it at, uh, at Sound City?
2: I think they're doing it at uh, like a, Ass a, City, abandoned Joe's Crab Shack.
0: <laughs> yes, I was gonna say. I feel like
2: this is gonna be live from
0: Denny's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should do. I would love to hear. Uh, what is it? Kiss that did the fake live album. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that right? I would love to hear a Dale Jepsen fake live album. Uh,
2: well, I got news for you. They already have a fake live song, and I'll send it to you. <laughs> got all, all sorts of crowd noise. It sounds like they're at the Budokai. That's
0: crazy. fantastic. Uh And then finally, Nicole Gould Cadaver, where can we find you? What are you up to?
1: Uh, Battle Cougar on Instagram if you want to see pictures of the popular kitten. um, uh about it right now. I got some other stuff. Event kind of work. Lots, lots work, of irons
0: in the fire.
1: Yeah, trying to get back on
0: on track. Well, I think we're all trying to regroup after the past two years of miserable shit fuck. So yeah, no shit. that's perfectly exactly. understandable. Here's another
2: reason that I'm just happy that we have a
0: Batman movie to watch.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Too much miserable shit fuck. Uh, more Batman.
0: Thank yeah. you absolutely well we got more batman on the way it looks like so that's the good news you guys thank you for talking about batman tonight uh we'll be talking to you all again sooner than later hell yeah bye and that's all we got time for this week on the needless things podcast uh i don't even know what that means it's not like i'm on a timer Uh, well i am right now because I only have the amount of time that the outro music plays to say whatever I'm going to say here. Which is fine, because I'm still I'm in this like perma-congestion congestion mode, and it's driving me crazy. Uh, but I have a doctor's uh, appointment in the near future, where maybe we'll figure this out. I don't know what's going on. It's very annoying. Uh, I forgot to mention the Needless Things YouTube channel in the intro. This week, I reviewed... The DC Multiverse, The Batman, which I, I mentioned that, but forgot to mention that I reviewed it. That, that's how, uh, out of it I am from Congestion, fun 2022, and Jury Duty, and everything else that's insane. Uh, and then on Wednesday, I reviewed, uh, gosh what was it oh 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 the classic comics Doctor Strange uh, from Marvel Legends which went up for pre-order from Walmart I don't even know how long ago and I ordered one for myself and one for Phantom Junior and it, it was I, I basically ordered it just because like I was getting him one for him for sure and as far as getting it for me I was like well I'm here I might as well get two because I'll probably never see it in store. So if it ends up being awesome, I don't want to be mad at myself for not getting it. So I got that. uh, And it is awesome. It's an amazing figure. So check those reviews out. Check out the Needless Things YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, share, do the thing. And uh, next week, I don't know what next week is yet. So tune in to find out. I love you guys.
4: You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at NeedlessThingsPodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.